G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Rise and shine on Australia's Vision Christian Radio. It's DJ here on Rise and Shine, the podcast. Welcome, podcast listeners. And in the studio with me for this intro and on the show is Leah Athen from V180. How are you? I'm well, DJ. Now, we uh, on the show today, we'll get into a bit of uh, regional word debate. Yes. Um, so things like, uh, uh, what do you call... Um, a frozen sweet treat that you get at the petrol station as you're driving along on a hot summer's day. You walk in and you're going to buy a frozen treat for everybody. You say, what type of blank do you want? It's a paddle pop. You would say what type of paddle pop you want. No matter if it's – you're not buying the brand paddle pop. No. It could be anything. See, there we go. Icy Pole. Icy Pole is another one that's yep. very you know widely used. Ice Block, yep. people might be thinking. That's uh, Paddle Pop is another one. This is my favourite one. If you're from Northern Queensland, yes, and uh, you go old, you go on old school. There used to be a brand called By Jingo. What? And so people still use like, hey, what type of By Jingo do you want in the in the thing up there? <laughs> Not it. very popular these days, but I'd like to bring that back. By Jingo, I love it. It sounds like a catchphrase. Yeah, yeah. By Jingo, it's, it's Jingo. Great. So uh, another one that you were impressed with uh, when we were talking about this was you're you're and you can answer podcast listener. You can do this at home. Uh, you're a little kid. You go down to the play park. And there's a there's a big tall triangular thing. You climb up the steps mm-hmm. like a ladder, and then you sit at the top and you slide down as you sit on your bottom. And it could be made of steel or a plastic like that. Mm-hmm. What is that called? A slippery dip. It could be called a slippery slide. It could be just called a slide. <laughs> some people call some places call them something completely different, like a a, a higgity biggity, you know, type of thing. So there's all these old it's like, wild. Yeah, I know. I know. I love this, it. <laughs> I love the regional differences around Australia, and uh, we get into a little bit of that today. Uh, plus, we've got uh, Brett Ryan on the show, focus on the family, a deep conversation with him, and uh, just in general, uh, the loveliness uh, from Leah Athen well. uh, on the show. Now, you, if people want to hear more from you, they can mm-hmm. listen to you on V180. Yes, they can on Sunday nights. Okay. Um, and, uh, well, we will be moving to Mondays and Tuesdays. Ooh. So watch this space. Is that an upgrade or a downgrade or a sideways grade? I think it's a sideways grade, but we won't, we won't say no. We won't say no. We're just shuffling well, go, the schedule. Hey, hey, going from one night to two nights, that's mm-hmm. definitely an upgrade. Oh, well, yeah. Well, yeah. All right. I so mean, you know. if you want, to, uh, you want to get more of Leah in your life, head over to V180 <laughs> and do that. But thank you for downloading the podcast. We're going to try to flesh out these podcasts of the breakfast show a little bit uh, mm. further as we go along. Sounds good. A little bit of a project that we're working on here. So if you've got any ideas for us, sing out. We'd love to hear from you. You can do that over at vision.org.au. But now on to today's show. Rise and shine on Australia's Vision Radio Network. Jesus, and talking about lovely ladies, I've got Leah Athen Aww. in the studio with me. Leah from V180. Yes. Uh, sporting your V180 hoodie mm-hmm. uh, today. We'll have to put a photo of that up there somewhere for people to see. Yes. Um, now, something that you and I can relate to, and I think a lot of people listening uh, can relate to uh, all over Australia, is how hard it is to find a good rental. Oh, 
Don't get me started. <laughs> and I know you've had some rental dramas yourself. Oh, I mean, as have you. Yes, Ooh. yes, yes. I mean, mm. I know everybody everybody can share some rental dramas. And of as course. the housing crisis gets worse across Australia, God bless you if you've been able to, uh, you know, buy a house at some stage yeah. and, and own something. I just thought, you know, for me and, and our family, we would just always rent a house. I didn't think, you know, typical Gen Xer over here. I didn't <laughs> think we'd ever get a chance, uh, you know, to, to buy a house. Mm. And rent was like not that bad. I was like, yeah, yeah rent. Uh, Wrench meant we'll be like, man, it's getting harder. It is getting tough out there, yeah. And more expensive. It's, it's, yep. it's going crazy. So I think, uh, you know, for a lot of people now, uh, you know, being able to afford to buy a house or getting onto some sort of fast track for that is the way to go. Yeah. But I tell you, I tell you what. Uh, you know, we said we were going to talk talk about property. I didn't want to, you know, and renting and stuff like that. It can all all of a sudden turn into a really sad story. It, it, yeah, it yeah. Can, if we're going to trade sob stories, I yeah. know. And I don't, <laughs> and I, I don't want the breakfast breakfast show to turn into like you know, I'd tell us your sad story. No. Yeah. So so here's 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 what I'm going to do. I'm going to talk about how. God has really used our little journey of moving into state as yeah. I as I get get into this role here at Vision, mm-hmm. and He's turned this into a into a massive step of faith, hundred percent, and asking me to trust Him yeah. because I I was really giving up hope. I was yeah. like, Lord, what is going on here? Uh, you know, the rental uh, you know the rental market around this region is so expensive. Yeah, it's so hard to get into. And at the last minute, when I thought, you know what? This is this is getting you know beyond a joke. God stepped in mm. and has and has given us a a, a rental place yeah. that a we can afford. B is exactly where we want you know where we wanted it, yeah. and uh, you know even big enough to be able to do everything we want to do in it. So it's been a really journey of faith. Have you had a similar thing where God has come through with in, you oh, know? Oh, just just with His provision. Yeah, you know, like 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 you, you know, yeah. uh, the, the the rental market. It is a hundred percent. It's it's a bit of a crazy time at the moment, yes. and rents are going up, and the yep. cost of living it's going up. You yep. can't avoid that. Yeah, but God is still. You know, he's still providing for for his children, and it's so encouraging. Like it is. Like we 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 moved last year too, mm. and um, we were moving similar similar area that you where we were, and um, the rent was just getting a bit too much for us, and we we're like, Lord, what are we going to do? And you know, within like a couple of months, even you know, from the time that we said we can't do this anymore to the time we moved out, he'd lined up the perfect place for us. So that's, and it was yeah. just seamless. And we we're like, God had his hand all over that. And we we're oh. like, oh, thank well, you, there God. You there, there, there's, <laughs> there's our testimony, Leah yeah. and DJ's testimony here. If you're in that place mm. and you're thinking, oh, man, look, we just want to encourage you in your faith and yeah. saying just rely, lean into Jesus there, lean into him because uh, – he will provide. He will. He'll, he'll provide. Oh, he does. I think. I think. Uh, I think both of us need to get into some sort of finan- financial course, though, to be able to buy our own oh, places. I think so. All right. I think we so. need to, if, you, <laughs> if you know of anywhere, let us know because uh, we need some help there. Right now, this is Chris Tomlin, and always encouraging and always fun. Rise and shine on Vision. Chris Tomlin, always lovely to have that uh, song remind us about God's faithfulness, especially when we're talking about mm. the rental market before. Testify. Oh, boy. Uh, but let's move on from the rental market. <laughs> We've got the headlines coming up in just a moment. you got a headline we're waking up to, Leah. I do. I do. I, I, a fun little story, actually. I, I don't know about you, but I am notorious for being bitten by mosquitoes. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. You obviously don't. They say vitamin B is yeah. part of it. Yeah, probably. You know, so you're not eating enough Vegemite in the morning? No. Okay. Well, there. <laughs> there's the problem, guys. Case closed. No, but I, I was reading an article. Um, apparently, there's been some research gone into why it is that some people do get bitten more than others, and and there was a quite a, a lengthy uh, study gone on that yeah. it turns out it could actually be 
uh, down to the type of soap that you use. The type of soap. Are we yeah. talking? Okay, give me, give me the details. Like, I've got I've got strong opinions about soap. Oh, okay, okay. Okay. I don't okay. give me don't give me anything out of a bottle. Yeah. Don't give me a loofah or anything like nah. that. I want a bar of soap Ooh. in my hand. It has to be a bit of uh, anyway. Sorry. Continue. Well, look, you could be onto something there then. Really? Because because it turns out, I mean, turns out the mosquitoes they are quite fond of of like you know those like chemically kind of you know. Smelly, smelly type soaps and that. So if you're using ones that are like really densely chemicals, like yes. the like the 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 liquid soaps and yes. stuff like that, you, that could be what you're doing. So okay. so so the main the, the big conclusion that yes. wrapped it up was they they determined that coconut flavored or scented soap yes is actually probably the best. Oh, to keep the mozzies away, keep them away. Yeah. Well, and obviously, uh, the more natural, the better. But yeah, they don't like coconut. I am very. You ready for a really bad dun- dad joke Go on the end it. of this? I'm very. I'm very surprised <laughs> for that. Yeah. Okay. On that note. Wow. On that note, I know the bad pun. Bad pun on a Tuesday morning. Let's get out of here quickly. This is the Vision National News. I've got Leah Athen in the studio with me. It's DJ Payne here on Rise and Shine. Leah, uh, I got to have a conversation with our favourite uh, Brett Ryan from Focus on the Family. Yes. And uh, he's running around like crazy. I wasn't able to get him live for us, so we did a bit of a, a sneaky pre-record. Oh, yeah. And uh, I'll, I'll give everybody a bit of a, a not a trigger warning, mm-hmm. but everybody a bit of a heads up. You might want to, uh, you know, listen in a little bit closer. <laughs> this one goes pretty heavy, pretty deep. Wow. All right. So if you've got uh, if you've got new relationship or a relationship where people are dealing with like past trauma or stress in their life, we get into it in this one. Mm. So I kicked off the conversation and uh, you know you know let him let him know uh, that we were having a great morning here in the Vision Studios and I asked him how his morning was. Good morning, and I'm actually in the studio in the Vision Studio in Melbourne. Oh, look at you! We're uh, in two Vision Studios in two different states. Uh, part of the uh, part of the Vision families all coming together. It's great to have you on board, uh, Brett. I, I was chatting to a um, a good friend of mine who is uh, uh, getting married for the first time uh, to a wonderful Christian woman, uh, but for her, it's her second marriage. And uh, I don't know her very well, but he was sort of expressing to me a little bit of concern about you know, hey, what advice would you give me? about marrying someone who's sort of coming to the relationship with a bit of baggage from a mm. previous spouse who probably wasn't the best. So yeah. uh, I think this is a massive issue. And I and I thought, you know what? I don't know what to say. I need to talk to Brett about this. <laughs> well, that's very kind of you. And hopefully I'll be able to help you and uh, your friend navigate this. Uh, I mean, let's face it. We all have baggage of some degree. and uh, And we bring that into a relationship. And the things that have occurred to us, either by our own choice or the choices um, by other people or circumstances. And we talk about family of origin and those ties. And, and I've often spoken about this, that, you know, the past, our experiences does not necessarily define our present or our future. Mm. But we have to make some intentional decisions about what we're going to do with that. So the best thing that I would be advising that uh, that young, your friend mm. is to ask the probing questions to understand what he's getting himself into. It doesn't necessarily be a, a game changer. It could, depending on what the issues are, but it's better to be forewarned and forearmed rather than going in it and finding all these little surprise packages. Yeah. And for the for his fiance, she needs to be fully open and honest and vulnerable and share those things. And if there are some hurts that haven't been 
dealt with and processed, she may need to go and see someone just to help her move forward in a healthy way. Yeah, that's that's basically where I suggested. I said, oh, look, this is beyond my pay grade. I think you need some professional advice here because it doesn't sound like it just wasn't like, oh, it was a failed relationship. I think this previous relationship, and I've heard, I, I hear from a lot of people, uh, you know, here in the Vision family where then they're coming through a, a relationship that wasn't just like a little bit bad, but it's caused some serious trauma in their life. How do you cope yeah. with that? Well, I think you really need to understand and show grace as our Heavenly Father shows grace to us and and seek to understand. Mm. Uh, it may be irrational, some of their responses and reactions to certain things, but it's because of the, it's triggering. And, and we've talked about the flight and the fight and freeze responses that mm. many people have. And that's that's something that they can't control unless they've actually healthily processed. And it's in their subconscious. And they're actually, whatever happening, it could trigger something. It's their body's um, mechanism or safeguard to actually say, you're in danger, you need to protect yourself. And it's part of our autonomic nervous system and um, and part of our brain. And, and, and I won't bore you with all the details, but it's a very, <laughs> very fascinating aspect. I mean, and that's the reason why the scriptures often often talk about the mind. You know, take every thought under captivity. Um, do not conform to the patterns of this world, but renew your mind. Mm. And we need to be able to control our thought processes and put it through the filter of what God thinks. And he has dealt with it at the cross, and we are new beings. And those past hurts and experiences, they'll always be remembered, but they don't have to be having a hold of you. But at the same time, there are certain things that you have to know what you can put up with and whether they're deal breakers or not. Mm. And some things, you know, are very, very difficult to process. Um, you know, like um, the the example of someone who says, ah, oh, you know, I'll I, I don't think I uh, could marry someone who has been with somebody else. You know, if they've already made that in their mind, for example, then it's very difficult for them to get their headspace out of that 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 framework. Ooh. But at the same time, I mean, I know it's a heavy topic in the yeah. first thing in the morning, but there there's things that you have to know your own self, what you can put through that filter. and But unfortunately- we live in a fallen and broken world, and we've all, as I said in my opening remarks, we've all got baggage, and but God has dealt with that by sending Jesus, mm. and all of those things, those hurts, those pain, those experiences can be dealt with and left at the cross. Oh, great conversation having oh, yeah. with Brett. We're halfway through at the moment. I want to get the second half of this deep and meaningful conversation with Brett Ryan from Focus on the Family in just a minute here on Rise and Shine. It's DJ here, Rise and Shine on Vision, and uh, we're with Brett Ryan, Focus on the Families. Brett, we're getting into a deep topic for this time of the morning. It's all about uh, coming off the uh, off the backside of, of talking to a mate of mine who's entering into, into a relationship, a new relationship for him. Uh, he's never been married before, but... The, the the wonderful woman that he's uh, he's he's getting involved with she's she's newly come to Christ and there's definitely some baggage and trauma there you know that that is coming in from her past now she is dealing with it she's talking to the church about it and I think she's doing the right thing but my question might be on the back of what we've just been talking about is there ever a point in a new relationship where you would say hey hang on a second maybe that baggage is too much. Maybe yeah, there's something it, that you need to walk away from. Does it ever get to the point like that? 
It can be. It, it, as I said uh, before the break, we were talking about the the fact that you have to understand your own personality, and um, and obviously. Uh, your friend in this situation knows that she's been married before and um, and understands that that's an expectation that, mm. you know, someone's been here before, um, but the issues that she's dealing with and the hurts. And I often um, not necessarily say you need to walk away, but I think you need to give time mm. uh, for both parties to work through their issues. You don't have to rush into marriage. In fact, it's probably better to deal with them individually and then come together. And so for the fiancé in this situation to seek professional help, um, but you as the the person who's dealing with it, you know, to listen, to empathise, to seek to understand and not try and do it in your own strength but do it in community do it in relationship and uh, and we and as i said in the first time that we need to show that unconditional love and grace that we can through but we have to know ourselves what we can and can't put up with yeah yeah it's a tricky one it's a tricky one brett because i felt i felt as my friend was talking to me i felt there might have been some pressure now tell me if I if I'm uh, you know speaking too much about this and you might uh, you might knock me on the head here Brett but I felt there might be some pressure and I don't know if it's like this in other churches where the you know he's taken on a role of of oh look at this good you know a knight in shining armor that is coming in and saving the day mm. and there's a bit of he he's obviously feeling that a little bit but I was like Man, be careful, man, because the story is the knights usually go into some pretty dark places to save the damsel yeah, in no, distress. I think that's very, very true. I mean, as I said, I wouldn't rush into it. I think taking time and working out, especially if she's a new Christian, that's another that's another little bit of a, a, a red flag to understand their own faith. Mm. And we are... When we can be interdependent but not codependent, and if if she relies on this on him to rescue her, then she's seeking. Uh, he's always going to be feeling that pressure, yeah. and she needs to see become whole and complete in her identity in Christ, and not relying on her fiance and her future husband to do that. We work together, we complement each other, but we don't. We are not complete with one another, yeah. and we are need to ensure that our identity is in Christ, not with being with A, B, or C person. Yeah. And then that that pressure is unfair for him, and it's really unfair for her to do that on upon him. Mm-hmm. But if they work through their issues, take their time, get the right help, and seek help, there will be little things that will be bumpy along life's journey. Mm. I can guarantee it. Mm. But if they've dealt with the big issues, they can see it. And if they center in Christ and they put their and lean into him, then he will be the one who will give, the, give them the great source of strength and wisdom. Yeah. Uh, Brett, we could keep talking about this all day long. I, I, I love getting deep with you in the morning here, but uh, surely on uh, on families.org.au, we've got some uh, you know resources there uh, for you know couples who are facing this type of thing. Is there anything like that on there? Yeah, we've got a great article called When Your Spouse Struggles with Past Trauma. But there's also another one that I would highly recommend is Father Wounds. Mm. And their past experiences from our, our our relationship with our earthly father and how that can affect our relationship with not only our spouse, but our relationship with our heavenly father. So I'd highly recommend a number of those things. And uh, they can, if they would like to, they can speak to one of our counselors if that would be an advantage, just to give them the right little tools that they can help and move forward knowing that God loves them unconditionally. I love it. I love it, Brett. You can find all of that 
at families.org.au. You can search it up and find everything there. Hey, we'll see you next week, buddy. All right, bye-bye. Always encouraging and always fun. Rise and shine on Vision. It is DJ Payne here with you on Rise and Shine. In the studio today is my special guest, Leah Athen. Good to be here. Uh, from V180. And uh, I, I, I usually play this when you come into, uh, you know, on the V180 programs. Because mm. if, if people don't know, I get to do a sneaky weekend show on V180. <laughs> yes. And up until recently, you were doing a Sunday night show. Yes. Which is now moved to Monday and Tuesday? It, we will be. Okay. Yes. All right. Yes. <laughs> you heard it here first. But I want to talk about Robbo's birthday yesterday. Yes. Something yes. very special happened on Robbo's birthday. And you and the uh, the girls upstairs, uh, shout out to Gwen and Grace, yep, uh, yep. who joined you there. You ran out and got some uh, fish and chips. We did. From, uh, you know, around the corner uh, from the uh, Vision he- headquarters here. And we had a bit of a celebratory fish and chips yes. for Robbo's birthday for lunch, which was a lot of fun. It was lovely. But my the word nerd came out of me. Of course. Straight- <laughs> of course. Of course. Straight, straight away. <laughs> because you ordered the round oval flat potato fried things. Yes. Which are called different things. In different states. Apparently. Yeah, depends on where you were born and where you grew up and uh, and things like that. So what would you normally call those, uh, you know, those... Uh, Round potato things? Yes. Potato scallops. You call them a potato of scallop. Of course. Now, potato scallop, that's a very northern northern type of thing. Okay. You might, depending where you grew up in Australia or where you live in Australia, you might call them, like I've been down south for a while, mm-hmm. they call them a potato ki- cake. What? And if you walk in and say a scallop, I know there's people listening all over Australia right now are going, hang on, potato scallop, what are you talking about? <laughs> it's a potato cake. Now, but if you're over in Adelaide, yes. if you're in that, but even parts of Western Australia, they're screaming at the radio right now going, guys, it's a potato fritter. Oh. It's a potato fritter. What are you talking about? I can see that though, but it's definitely a potato scallop. <laughs> well, it depends. <laughs> Some parts of Queensland, you go further north, they drop the potato altogether. It's just a scallop. Just I'll have a scallop, thanks. Because well, everybody knows that's what it is. Well, re- I don't know. This is this is where the word nerd <laughs> comes to me because I love the Australian differences yeah. with different words. I'll give you I'll give you another example here off the top of your head. If you're at school, yes. cast your minds back everybody cast your mind back to being at school. Mm-hmm. You're feeling Thursday at lunch, thurs- you're feeling thirsty. Yes. It's lunchtime. You walk over to the silver things with a handle on it where the water comes out. What are they? A bubbler. Yeah. So you're true. You've been raised up north. You've been raised up north. In, 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 in some places, it's a bubbler. In some places, it's a bubble tap. Oh, no. It's a bubble tap. Surely not. Drinking fountain. Drinking fountain, drinking tap, <laughs> the fountain, or even a water fountain. I've heard water fountain. Water but fa- these are all the regional differences around wow. Australia. So if you're hearing me and you go, of course, it's a drinking tap. What are you talking about? It's definitely a bubbler. It, it shows you where <laughs> it shows you where you come from. Bubbler is definitely a uh, you know que- uh, you know Queensland, um, South Queensland, Northern New South Wales term. Yes. Right. So there you go, Bubba. I'll give you one more. I'll give you one more, and okay. then we'll and then we'll turn it over to everybody and see what they uh, what they come up with. If you're going swimming, you're yes. going down the beach, and you're uh, telling your telling your nephews and nieces, you're telling your kids, hey, make sure you're wearing what they would wear to go swimming. Mm-hmm. What do you say to put on? Hey, cozies. You put, <laughs> <laughs> you put on your cozies. Yeah. People out there are saying, no, they're bathers. You're putting on your bathers. <laughs> you're putting on your swimmers. Yeah. You're putting on your swimsuit. You're putting on your trunks. Or even 
You're putting on your togs. I've, I've heard togs. You're putting on your I've togs. Heard- <laughs> so these are all uh, these are all different uh, examples of different words you could be using around Australia. So I'm, I wanted to open up the phone lines and see where the, what the rest of Australia is. There other regional differences for words or even the ones that we've mentioned. What do you use? Let us know. One eight hundred three sixteen. 316, regional differences for words that you use. What have you come up with? 1-800-316-316. Vision. It's uh, TJ and Leah here, and uh, we're having a lot of fun. The phones are going off here. I think we've stumbled across something here that uh, all of Australia can get behind. Mm -hmm. Who knew that my my devotion as a word nerd uh, would (laughs) would, spark such uh, joy and uh, things in people? But we're talking about the differences, the regional differences with different words here. And we've asked you to give us a call with some of those examples. And we've got uh, Belinda on the line here. So, Belinda, you've got a word for us I'm more like, more like um, uh, how you pronounce it I guess yeah my, my husband's from Victoria yes I'm mm. a Queenslander yes we continuously argue over and over about the way you pronounce castle I say castle <laughs> he says uh. castle <laughs> well I'm, I love I'm, it can I, can I be judge can I be the judge here Mel and I'm going to vote and I what my word my word is bond here it's castle. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah, agreed. Le- oh, agreed. Okay. Right, wait, you've got a we're, we're on your side. Settled yep. family argument once and for all, Mel. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> well, we still continue. I keep telling him this, and he's, he and his parents have moved to Queensland, and they still say castle. Wow. Trying oh. to teach my children to say castle, oh, and I'm no. like, oh, Queenslanders. Come oh. on, yes. <laughs> Castle. Castle. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Mel. Thank you, guys. Have a good one. Thank you. Bye. Belinda, have you got a bit of a, uh, a word usage for us? Yeah, well, I've actually got two. And the first one is what do you call the bag that you take to school? Oh, well, if you're old school like me, it used to be called a port. A what? A port. A port. Yeah. Is that what you called it, Belinda? No, we just called it a school bag. Agreed. <laughs> it is a school bag. Because what, have you heard? Have you heard it called anything else? Uh, yeah, backpack. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, that's. I mean, that's sort of like uh, what it is there. Uh, what about a case? A school case? Is that something? Uh, no, I haven't heard a school case, but port. When I first heard that, I thought, "What are you talking about?" <laughs> yeah. It was a port for me growing up, and that might be because I'm old. I don't know. Oh, well, I might be old like you too, so you never know. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Belinda. No worries. You guys have a good day. Neville. Hi, from Victoria. Neville from Victoria. You got a bit of a word usage for us? Yes. One that comes straight to mind when you brought up um, about uh, potato cakes and um, and scallops. Um, Straight away came to my mind was um, a verge and nature strip. In Victoria, we uh, call piece out the front of the road, the uh, footpath and just on the road, the, yeah. the nature strip. Yes. yes. But in Western, Western Australia, never, they've never heard that over there. What? Um, we went over there. They call it the verge. I, oh. This is a new one for me, Neville. I love this. Wow. Yeah. Could, all right. Could be different in other. Could be different in other states. I'm not sure. All right. All right. Well, Neville, we will. We will uh, put the call out there. Mm. Verge Nature Strip. What else do you call it? I love it, mate. Thanks. Good on you. All the best. God bless. Thank oh, you. thank you, Neville. Thank you. There we go. Verge Nature Strip. I've never heard I've that one never before. Never heard Verge. We're even getting into pronunciations here with Castle and Castle. 
Maybe, maybe, uh, do we dip our toes into uh, being the being the judge, jury, and executioner for word pronunciation? I think so. Maybe the Adelaide people in South Australia are going to be very upset with us. I think so too, because <laughs> I, I have family in South Australia, and we we get into it about yeah. this one a lot. Dance or dance? Dance if you go to the dance. mall or you go to the mall. Yeah, oh, yep. I don't know. Well, it listen, gets messy. If, if you've got, we might be able to squeeze a couple more in. If you've got any more, give us a call one eight hundred. I think I've discovered a new segment. For the show, I think so. I think so. Ooh. This is it. The word nerd is going to be in residence here. One eight hundred three sixteen three sixteen. Give us a call with your word usage. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.